this is your trash weekly with your weekly dose of trash this is stephanie from germany and and this is nora from the u.s so finally we have a new president in the u.s oh my goodness my yes. god it's like we woke up from a bad nightmare i'm so happy for you guys and and my american side and, and so excited you know i mean i'm still it's still sinking in because it was such a quieting four years and you just had to be under the rock pretend that you don't see what this terrible thing is happening but now i'm looking at twitter and then it's like already president biden does this president you know joe biden uh says this it's like oh my goodness it's his it's gone he's gone <laughs> i know it's hard to believe even i can't believe it yet but it's it's incredible and i think it's only going to get better and have you heard that there was not even a plan in place, not at all, for the vaccinations? For the COVID. Not nothing. Not, not anything. I know. And of course, it doesn't surprise me, but it surprises probably his followers who, I don't know, because they don't his believe. His followers think it's fake news. I just talked about this with Jared. I even like said, oh yeah, you know, because he said, oh my God, can you imagine there was no plan in place? I'm like, yeah, I can. But I his can. followers, they're not going to believe it. They just say, like, oh, that's just Biden. They're just saying that. They just want to make him look bad. The, his followers don't believe it for one cent. I doubt it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's too divided. Yeah, still. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah. right now, I mean, I don't know where the Trumpists are. Uh, they don't say anything on the Facebook, social media. They don't oh, they, Online they are. <laughs> on your they are. they are? I don't see them. I had a lot of, you know, through my husband. I can uh, I can forward you what my biological father posted. He's a big Trumper. And he he's uh, one of the not my president crowd. Okay. And how, how it's a stolen election and, and he will never accept it. And like, Wait blah, blah, a minute. Blah, blah, your blah. dad is a Trumpist. My biological father in San Diego, yes. Okay, so yeah, you obviously are not close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, the typical like happy birthday, Merry Christmas, um, you know, just the holiday kind of. Oh, how let you, me share a flashback with the, with the listeners here. I remember when you went to his house for Christmas and he gave you a great Christmas fucking gift. Oh, yeah, especially my sisters. I have two half sisters. They got a brand new iPod back then when they were like amazing and the small ones and I got binoculars yeah you got binoculars for Christmas and you were so shattered around it which I understand because it's your dad not and only that because I then kind of low-key complained not complained but I was visibly like I wish I had like I wanted an iPod especially my my little sisters were much 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 like younger they were like eight and I don't know, 10. Yeah, <laughs> really and we were, we were mid-20s. We were really big yeah. in the music scene. We needed an iPod. So I was like, and so I kind of low-key was like, oh, it's disappointed. And then when I got home, because he heard, and I overheard him talking how I'm not grateful and all of that. So when I got home, I got the I wanted to get the binoculars out because I was like, maybe I can sell that shit. And, well, he had taken them out of my suitcase when I wasn't watching <laughs> So, so I had nothing. I went home with nothing. Wait a minute. He saw that you don't like it and he took it back. Mm-hmm. All right. When I wasn't watching, he took it out of my suitcase. I actually thought I had him in my suitcase because I know where I put them when I went to pack my suitcase. Oh, my God. Well, Sounds unpack. like the great dad, greatest dad. Oh, my God. You guys all around, no communication and communication issues here. Many, many issues. Uh, yeah. So he's an if open therapist. If it wasn't for my um, stepdad, I would have serious daddy issues. 
Oh God! Yeah, I remember. So, so your your biological dad is a Trump supporter, and you keep seeing still the feed going and rolling. Cause I, my family, it's not my family. It's my husband's, husband's. family, yeah. which I don't want to claim anymore, cause they are very <laughs> yeah. embarrassing to me with these uh, conspiracies. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, so their feed stopped. Uh, they don't talk openly about it. Maybe they blocked me goodness sake i hope they did i don't know <laughs> maybe they did because you are pretty pretty um, on the other side i am i am outspokenly yeah anti-trump but mm. uh but yeah i mean uh, the good riddance block me yeah, thank good goodness I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay so what do you see do you see a, a kind of a, a a gathering on your dad's following base around this whatever they say i don't know what they say Oh yeah, they all comment and they all like it's an echo chamber. They're all like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not my president and Hunter Biden and Hillary's emails and I mean that's all there is. It's, okay, it's Hunter so they, Biden and Hillary's emails. So they call us still around these two issues of uh, the emails. Oh, yeah. Okay. Her emails will they will go down in history. They, they'll bring that up in a hundred years. But Hillary's emails. Yes, the Hillary's email and and what was the Benghazi? Is the two uh, okay? And Hunter Biden. And, and his discretions and okay but they are california people they are very are they tied to the military yeah uh -huh. my dad is. that explains it yeah that's one of the big deal uh you know on the republican side they are huge on military spending and military expenses and military contractors big money in that uh -huh. so obviously they get a lot of support and that's what nick's family a lot of uh the husbands work in military you know, uh -huh. you know, so they, they naturally, they're not going to vote for someone who, who is a pacifist, who doesn't believe in war. They, they, that's their industry. Um, I know. It's so sick to have an industry that's for war. Like, oh, let's put a bunch of money into yeah. weapons and war and not put a Don't put a bunch of money into mental health and trying to help people mentally. No, put a lot of money into weapons and war so all the mentally so ill people can still get weapons. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's so it's, fucked. It's terrible, uh, you know, on that front, but it's terrible on the global front that they just think we can still go around, you know, like subjugating other countries, uh, you know, under oh, the guise God. of like, we are rooting out terrorism. And, you know, everyone who's thinking now sees this, you know, it started with the... Uh, with the whole South Park thing back then, with America, the world police, you know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, it's it's real, you know. There is a lot of money changes hands in these in these circles, as opposed to you could you could really beef up the country's real infrastructure and economy, and then use that money for defense. Yes, have a military for defense purposes, but a lot yeah, of yeah, exactly. Just put a little bit of money, like. We're in Germany here. We're not allowed to be. We don't. Ha we are not allowed to have an offensive military. We can only be defensive because of. I Hitler. know because <laughs> of your history, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, still, there is a U.S. troops stationed in Germany to protect us from the you guys Germans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are. There are. You know, you never know. You never know if that's. Dude, that's the best part. If you if you become a military person, you probably want to be stationed in Germany. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, that's why we have a lot of, like, American stores, and we have a huge military bases. A lot of them are vacant now, of course, because Bush went, he, he 
that told a bunch of groups to go back because Germany didn't support the war in Iraq. This is one of the big issues. It's it's funny what happened on the inauguration because you saw, you know, showing up the new guard, the whole Biden, which is really the old guard. It's really Biden is, you know, representing the Democrat establishment. So that's one view of it, right? At least he's great. He's he's he's, he's ended the Trump insanity, which needed yes. to be end. But, uh, you know, the Democrats are not all good. No, no, no one's all good. No I would never say that. Good. Yeah, but... If, if, I, if I would say that, then I'm just as much of a cold member like all the Trumpers. Exactly, but, you know, in American psyche overall, I think the two-party system diluted everyone into thinking Jedi versus Sith, you know? Like, the, the Republicans themselves think that they are the Jedi and we are the Sith and we think, you know, the Democrats... I have side, no idea. I have never watched Star Wars. But I, I, I have no. Yes, sure. Yes, I'm. I, I'm assuming one is good, one is evil. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the basic paradigm. One is good and one is evil, and it's been translated to the two-party system. So what? What do you have? You know, you have these two fighting factions, which is easily sidetracked, and that's. That's yeah. That's a lot of. That's a big problem. If you only have black and white, that's a big problem. Especially, it's also a big problem if it comes down like micro like if it comes down to the single person if one person can only see black or white that's a big problem you know you have to be able to see gray and if a big party system is only black and white that's a big problem because we we need a lot of gray there's so much in between like i i agree with some of the republican part and i don't agree with some of the democrat part like i wish there was like it was a spectrum or something you know but it isn't it's only black or white and that's like two extremes you have to pick it isn't. It, it, yeah. Um, did you watch the inauguration? Not really. I watched part of it. But so it was the inauguration was for us very early in the morning where we have school and, and all these things to take care of, you know. But we watched it on uh, TV. I watched PBS um, mm-hmm. and NPR and all these. Uh, and that's what I find trustworthy. So I watched it and, uh, you know, I, I think it was uplifting. Very uplifting, yeah, very unifying. Their message is on point, uh, but they they need to start doing the right things, you know, which they neglected for for a very long time. I think. Well, I mean, I think personally, and I do believe in God, that there was a lot of God in there. I know he's a Catholic, but yeah. it's still it was a it was a lot of God. Um, yeah, even for me, and I believe in God, but even for me, I'm like, okay, can we take, can we separate God a little bit? Can we, can you just take it out just a bit? Yeah, yeah. See, that's the it thing. Was a bit too that, much God for me in there. Yeah, I, I take that with. Uh, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to instill a tradition? Are we trying to dis- instill an event that's uh, surrounded by ceremony? Because religion is great for that. If you want to add more ceremony over stuff, just stuff a lot of dogma and religion in there, and they have a lot of patterns and a lot of etiquette. And, you know, but I, I know, I think he is trying to message his religious side too much. Yeah. The future, much. the future of people better be not stuck by religious ideas. I think religious, religion is more personal. It should be especially especially Catholicism. I mean, that's yeah. that's one of the ancient ones, and that's one of the ones like I mean, I despise the most. And I I grew up Catholic, so I you mean, did. I'm a recovering wow. I'm a recovering Catholic myself. Like I'm not, you know, I I'm the Catholic Church has done a lot of evil, so 
Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted to say though that you can take the prayers and all that with the, with the, with the on the good side. They were at least saying the right things. They weren't saying hateful messaging yeah. and the, and the fear that was given off. Well, after after Trump, he could have said almost anything, and it would have been like, yes, yes, awesome, great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's part of the real issue here. He could have said almost anything, and some people think he wouldn't be elected uh, or electable if it wasn't against the biggest clown in history who basically mobilized maybe, people through fear. Maybe, but we'll never know. Yeah, but, we'll never yeah, know, that and that's not... And that's, you know, I'm I'm just happy to move forward. Yeah, I, I am not one of the... Yeah, Biden is my god and king, obviously. <laughs> nobody thinks this. It's just... It's, he's a guy who's better to do, be doing the right thing now. And I don't know what the right thing is. The right thing is complicated. What, what the right thing is for the future is complicated. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we need someone other than Trump, anyone. Trump just thinks of himself and his personal gains. That was, I think, the big terrible, terrible failure of his four years. And people people don't see that. That's weird to me that they don't see it. But yes, I know, that's a different, I know, that's a different argument. I know, we could argue about this forever. No, I mean, I know they don't see it, but listen, they don't see it because they are told that their jobs is on the line. Their jobs will be saved. And their jobs are in the past. I'm sorry, but we are moving forward. And the new... But not all of them that voted for Trump uh, coal miners or something like there are a lot of people in welfare there are a lot of people that jobs are safe there are a lot of That's... people in military and a lot of people are indebted to industries that they are traditionally you know older professions like my, like my dad I mean he's he's um, in the reserve so he's not an active military he's not scared his job is being taken away he has a very nice very good job so i that's not that's not so he he thinks of it from the patriotic point of view then yeah that's the other thing that was played up here huge that you're not a true american you're not a patriot and i got this personally personally many times from those people who are white americans they lived here you know for more multiple generations and uh this is a difficult issue as an immigrant right because you're feeling like I'm I'm not American by birth, like you are. So to me, it's like a lesser connection. It's like, if you're mean to me, I'm going to leave. That's my connection to this country. It's like, if I don't like mm. it here, I'll have I'll find a better place. Because that's my roots. It's, it's movable. It's not stock. Their roots are, you know, generations. It's not that many generations. Maybe it's four generations. Maybe yeah. three generations. But the thing is that my children, uh, you know, first generation, they were born here. They know nothing mm -hmm. else. And once you have that mindset that you know nothing else, it, it might become very easily patriotic and it might become easily like this is my country. My point is a little bit in the future there won't be this country, that country. We kind of have to kind of edge towards global, like obviously been on the global train for a while, a very long time now. And these people not seem to being able to awaken that, hey, uh, maybe this whole patriotism thing is the past. Yeah. You know, I think the two issues here that people want to save their jobs, and that's where I see eye to eye from with the Trump side, because I understand their fear. They fearing like, okay, my my livelihood is slipping away, but that's due to that's due to something else. That's due to the fact that the government is ruled by two parties who live like kings and have vacation time out the wazoo, where the rest of us are like 
working 60-hour work weeks and crazy, crazy, you know, life conditions. Yeah, you could only get 10 days vacation, yeah. Yeah, and only get 10 days vacation. And you know what the trend that I see now, um, you know, is that Americans, if you go online now, the most so simplest purchase is put in front of you, hey, this thing is $28, a hairdryer, and you can buy it. Uh, here's afterpay. Just put out the payments. So, you know, like, the whole idea of, like, even the simplest purchase from an American now has to be afterpaid, you know, or has to be... Credit. Yeah. Credit, or has that to be... That's always been like that. I don't think that's a trend. That was even when I, way back when I first got to America, like, you could buy anything on credit. Anything. Yeah, but if you're smart, will you? No, of course not. That's why I didn't. <laughs> but I'm saying that's... I don't think the trend has changed. It's always been... Which is why... Um, I don't know the number, but how many Americans live beyond their means, like crazy high number, even the number of like the, the amount of Americans. Oh, my God. I wish I would have looked that up. The percentage of Americans that isn't dead and live beyond their means. is like ridiculous. It's like two, like two thirds or something. It's really three fourths even. It's really high. So that's why because of that system. So it's always been like that. It's, but they're not changing it either because, yeah. No, I mean, that's... Capitalism. Look, there is no... Uh, the thing is, would be here to rein it in. And that's why I'm a Bernie supporter. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why he's not, he's against capitalism, because that's capitalism. Yeah, capitalism is just like, we get your money, I don't care if you're dead, we can't pay anything and live on the streets as long as we get your money. <laughs> no, yeah. look, look, I think Bernie was really sidetracked into the whole socialism, and that's what he stands for. We don't know what he stands for. The, the things he says is not purely socialist, it's just good for society, okay? He's, say, he's saying things like, let's take big money out of business or uh politics sorry big business yes. big money he, the, the things he wasn't a socialist socialist but the things he was saying were not capitalist they were more towards socialism let's get free health care you know let's make sure that it's not all that everyone's taxed equally let's make sure we have these services available which is socialism there were it's not that he wanted whole socialism but the services he's talking about they're not, they're going against capitalism a little bit. Look, that, okay, so it's going against capitalism. I don't think that's the fact. That's not, that's how it's being shown to people that. Free uh, healthcare? Free healthcare. And what's wrong that's with free not, healthcare? Why nothing is, is wrong. In, in fact, I would, I'm all for it, but that's socialism. That's not capitalism. It's not. Okay, so it is... It That's socialism. You can call it socialism, it but socialism gets into such a bad connotation because it's been implemented so badly before. It is just a fair need for society, you know? Which Socialism is not a bad connotation over here. It's only a bad connotation in America because that's how they've made it to seem. They equate socialism with communism over there in America. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's true. But you know, socialism that was the, is not bad. That was the problem of my country as well. We we thought that socialism um, is the communist people, the party who were a communist party before, now masquerading as the socialist party. So they weren't elected back then, and then now we got what ten years or twenty years? Or I don't know, a long time of. Uh, the same government and totalitarian government now at this point. So yeah, it's actually funny because you know my boss is Hungarian. He's in Hungary, 
yeah. and we were talking about all the um, restrictions that are going to happen, which I want to tell you about too. And then he was saying something, yeah, um, our government told us blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, but we can't trust our government, so who knows? And we like, can't trust oh the government. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. And I started laughing on the call. I'm like, that's so sad. Well, you know, another U.S. got a taste of that. What it's like when you can't trust your government um that's why trump here got elected because he sidetracked he led that movement you can't trust your government and it's yeah. you know it's a scary thought like um but what is the purpose of government it should be for the people right that is yeah so and it, that would be more socialistic yes it would be wouldn't it it would be more to be like if you get break your arm you don't end up be paying thousands and thousands of dollars in surprise bills wouldn't it be the job of the government to regulate that that's socialism though and that's that's considered bad in oh my god i wish we had a trumpist on the show now yeah <laughs> that would end up really bad i think you would yell at each other and then you'd end up talking about it yeah, they so they take it very badly when I speak yeah. like about these things because you know most of then, them have personal trauma. It's you and me, and then they feel ganged up. I think we would have to have a Trump supporter that is um, not not like a crazy cold member, but like calm and and mature. Maybe just a Republican. Well, there are a lot of Republicans that are against Trump, and I can I can respect that, and I wouldn't have even a problem with that because I understand that. But a, yeah, a Trump supporter that's on another level, <laughs> and usually their egos aren't that big, just like Trump. I mean, aren't that small, just like Trump. Sorry, they're actually very big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um... well, we'll work on it. Maybe we can get one on. That's going to be a big episode, and we'll let you guys know for sure in advance when we have that because that's going to be interesting. Oh, God, I, I have a couple of candidates, but I don't know if uh, my relationship is still alive. I don't know. I don't know, because these people can be can be very... I don't know. I, I had to approach it. We'll see. My, Let's think about it. My Trump uh, supporter friend that I know, she's an older person, also an immigrant from Europe, but she was so much against immigration, railing against immigration. And I'm like, look, you're an immigrant wow, yourself. Right? How can you be such a, an against immigration when you're an immigrant? I wouldn't know. Well, I, I think, I found the answer, I think. But, see, I can't say that for her. I think she had bad experience with uh, a large amount of, uh, you know, immigrants, immigrants who were, uh, who, who were uh, you know, it is a valid issue sometimes. You know, you can't just expect let everyone in your country and expect to be abiding by the standards of the country that you expect. Like, you know, um, it's, it's a thorny issue, you know, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I get it. In the U S we have sort of Western values, I guess. And that she was violated in her Western values by pe people smoking pig in the backyard every weekend and she couldn't do anything about it. Okay, first world problems. Okay, all right. It's not just first world problems. Actually, I think the European Union has a similar issue uh, now to try to enforce people like, hey, if you really want to have backyard, you know, like um, <laughs> pig parties, because, you know, obviously in European villages, people do that kind of stuff. They just butcher pigs in the backyard, right? And if, not in Germany. <laughs> not in Germany, because you're a Western no. country. That is the difference. 
you're a Western European country. I come from a village where butchering pigs in the backyard is a thing. And uh, oh, that's how people provided in those villages for their food supply for a while, you know? Mm. And mm -hmm. they still do it. And now European Union has to set, set rules on it, like, okay, you have to have a license to do this. You have to, mm -hmm. uh, you know, do certain things the way that it's, you know, regulated. So the people who are against Trump sometimes are against immigration and against regulation, overly zealous regulation, which, you know, everywhere the way should be to find a middle point. The middle point, again, for God's sake. Again, gray zone, that's exactly what we're talking about. Gray, we need more yeah. gray. But in current government, that's not encouraged. It's encouraged to take sides, pay off people to be on your side, you know, by yeah. lobbyism, by whatever else it takes. And it's allowed. There is no rules against it. And that's what Robert Reich and Bernie Sanders speaks out against. And so I think Bernie emerged as the huge third party now. Really, it's an independent within the Democratic Party masquerading as the third party. Yeah, it exists. Because I need, was, I was a Democrat. We need somebody else, though. Yeah, we need somebody else so they come because he's getting older. We need someone to replace him or take, you know, maybe AOC. I don't know. She could probably like be the next. Maybe she could be the next. Like in no, I have, I have hope for her. I, uh, I, yeah. I really have hope. Have hope for the new, the young generation, because uh, I think they are, they are seeing the issues differently, and they are seeing the issues. They just don't know how to get their voices in always, and they don't know how to change things because honestly, nobody is taught about how the government works. Nobody, nobody is offered to be like, hey, here's a government way to do if you want to do you know environmental job thinking about environmental uh, issues maybe you have a job in government that's not even facilitated so far government has been like whoever has the most money to campaign happens to win you know and yeah. that kind of mentality has to change and that's what a little bit is different in western europe and in uh, you know within the european union now that i think the parties and these uh, ideals have have a way to get out there you know do you guys yeah. still have a green party in germany yeah yeah see so you can when you go vote you can vote for the green party every single year and it's not a big social issue of like oh my god stephanie is a green party supporter no, she's no, such no, a no. such we a granola have, lover oh my god we have a lot more than just the green party we have a bunch of parties we even have a nazi party as well and i mean luckily it's not getting a lot of votes but we do have a right-wing so, party. because of the past of, in Germany, is the Nazi party allowed to actually collect It's not votes? called Nazi party, of course. No, what is it called? It's called AFD. Okay, but so we have that, I think, are, in Hungary as well. They're just really right-wing against foreigners and all of that, so that's why this slang is Nazi party. Of course, it's not allowed to be called that. No, but, you know, I think that's the true key to this. The multiple, you know, just split out the vote. Because right now, if, like, <laughs> you happen to line up on the on the Trumpist side, if you're against immigrants, if you're against, uh, you know, like, uh, regulation, if you're against a lot of things that you might not be all against, you know? Well, I know. Again, it's the gray area I'm talking about. We need a gray area. Yeah, exactly. so, to me, only Bernie and his... Uh, you know, leftist supporters speak out about uh, how to reform government. And the big key movement should be around reforming government and make it work for the people. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. What did you think about the Bernie memes? I still don't get them. It's he wore a jacket and underneath he probably had a suit on and so I don't I still don't get it. <laughs> he was cold, he wore gloves and I think it's it's taken so many ways, that's the funny part, because his posture it's so Bernie, it's so like uh, I don't give a but shit. Anybody, you could take anybody, Clinton, you could take Hillary, you could take uh, Michelle, Obama, whatever. It's like so them because it's their posture. Like everything is would be so them because I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case, it's funny because all the rest of the people showed up with like, oh my God, we are here to celebrate. And he shows up like he's collecting his, uh, I don't know, uh, government payment or something in his... Uh... I think it's just cold. I really think it just looks cold to me. I mean, I would be... Cold and cold and angry. Mm. No, I, he has a resting bitch face. He does. He does have a resting bitch face. I don't face. think he's angry. I think he just has a resting bitch face. Like. But that's the funny part. The internet takes that and turns it into the memes. That's the funny part, you know, where, where you can see that humor is still alive. Lighthearted, uh, you know, things are happening again. And we are, this way, I think we the nerds show our happiness. Finally, we got... We got our guys is still in there. He's still alive, and um, you know this. Biden is 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 one step into the right direction, and but the, let's continue the direction. You know, it's not it's not going to stop with Biden. Yeah. But in the past, you know, uh, in American politics, it stopped with uh, okay. Now we have Obama. We are we are done here, and look what followed. When you get a little comfortable. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to get a career in politics. I want to have my own job. I don't want to be hawk eye-watching the whole issues of every day what goes on in politics. But someone has to. So that means the system is broken big time because someone has to seem to follow every tweet of this politician and every, you know, nomination. Did you see that Joe Biden nominated a Monsanto executive for the agricultural minister position? Yeah, I did. So I don't feel good about that. I don't like it either. I think that's a manifestation of him giving him, uh, you know, the lobby money, tanka, uh, uh, payback, that, oh, you gave me money for my election um, expenses? Here is the payback here. This is how you get your way. This is, the lobbying is so bad, so terrible in U.S. politics, yeah. I feel. Because it's, it's really just um, legalized uh, bribes. That's what it is. And they don't call it bribes, oh, yeah. they call it lobbying. I know. It's just like gerrymandering and all the other bullshit. Yeah, so there's a lot of issues to fix. What did Jared <laughs> say? Did he watch? Uh, or did you guys actually see some clips or anything later on? Just a little bit. Like, we went to bed early that mm -hmm. night. <laughs> no. We are dealing with um, a bunch of... Uh, our borders closing probably and stuff here so is it because of covid well yeah well it's, it's getting really bad we're only allowed out now with n95s we uh germany's trading closing borders which means most countries will follow probably suit here and we yeah we had to order these special masks now because we can't even go out with all the other thousand masks now what's the special uh, mask n95 Wait a minute, I thought they banned those because they have a little valve. Yeah, 
that lets your exhaust out or your exhale out and then that way it's it's that well, they call it different here but they're basically the same like the same the same like so it's n95 filter here. built in okay yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, the N95 has that flap valve. That's why the flap valve ones are N95. But I think they just have the filter also called N95. Yeah. So they told you to wear the special mask now when you go out between nine to five. Well, yeah, we can only go grocery shopping. There's nothing else open, anyways. I mean, and I've heard even in in California, one out of three that gets tested tests positive, and one out of seventeen is positive in California. Really? Yeah, um, and you guys, I just looked yesterday and you had, again, over 4,000 deaths. It's crazy right now. The COVID, so. I, don't, I don't follow very closely because I have so many things on my plate right now but with the job search. And you would I, if you lived in a country where literally you can't do shit. <laughs> so in that's my point. That's my point. You can't, you can't do shit. But see, to me, the COVID just proved that I can do more because all my work is online. All my work is on a computer. Therefore, the better, the less I can leave the house, the better it is for me, you know, professionally. Well, I miss going shopping. I can't even get my shampoo because my shampoo that I like is only sold in drugstores and they're closed. So I can like they don't. So today I had to go to some kind of cheap, um, you know, first world problems to some cheap grocery store shampoo, you know. Yeah, like, because you don't have Amazon. <laughs> I do have Amazon, but I'm not willing to pay that much extra just to get my shampoo and then wait another week and yeah. all that bullshit. Like, yes, we have Amazon here. <laughs> Amazon's everywhere. Do you not know how rich he is? They're no, everywhere. I know how rich he is. See, that's how it ties into world, in every, uh, to every world things. I, 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 I hate I, that I even have to support him. I hate, I hate, I hate that uh, some things, some things like my face wash, I don't want to get a cheap face wash from my local grocery store. So I have to use Amazon and I hate that I have to do that. But Amazon is the one profiting the most from this crisis and all these mom and pop stores that are closed they're they're going down you know it's terrible and i hate that i have to even use amazon but i do for a lot of things i do yeah i i use it because it's convenient and to support my work lifestyle i had no way for a while we lived on the boxes that amazon sent out you know when you could order the i don't know what they have so many services but the one that they call like household box or whatnot where you just pack a giant giant box with like household supplies like uh Hand, hand wash and you know like uh, dishwashing liquid and all these things and then they just resupply you because I had no freaking time to go to the store no time well, I can't go for most of the things <laughs> I can only go for groceries that's it yeah but see you're prevented by the COVID I was prevented by my work lifestyle which supposedly should be just work nope it was like so extreme to the point with the commute, with the work, that uh, to me, I'm going to say that COVID did a whole bunch of good because it woke up the industry that we can do work from home and the work gets done. We are, you know, uh, the commute is a waste of time and it's, it's for tech, which is a huge part of the industry in the US now, a huge part is uh, is only is only a blessing in a, in the sense that companies don't can't play that game anymore that no you have to be in my office and you have to be here 9 to 5 it's like what's the purpose of that what is yeah the, the my neighbor he's a software developer and he still had to go in every day and he had to like basically ask his boss like 
because he wants to move in with his girlfriend. So he's like, can I like work from home some days of the week? And he had to basically convince him because yeah, but that's still power need to play. come on all the time and he's a software developer. That's power play. To... Here, the Vogue companies, the ones that I would like to work for, uh, already identified that, no, well, look, we don't even have to return to the office, it looks like. Why, why are we doing these old guard uh, things that, that we learn from, you know, generations, generations that people must be in an office? Obviously, you have to be in an office for certain jobs. Obviously, certain disciplines benefit from that. You can do it anywhere else. You have to look at the same object at the same time through in person and touch it and, and do interaction that way, of course. But if yeah. your job is solely can be done on, offline, why force people? Why, why do these, uh, these old ingrained things you know i agree like my work they want to go they always pull back in the office and i'm like i really hope i don't have to go full well i think you're young and actually you have a benefit of uh, wanting to be in a company in the office because you you want to socialize aspect I, I couldn't care less about the socialization. I'm young. Honey, I'm just like a year younger than you or maybe the same age. Yeah, I call you <laughs> young because you don't have kids. Kids add like 10 plus. Every, after every one, you have 10 years extra. So I'm pretty much, what, 55 right now? <laughs> 58? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do want to... I do want to socialize a little bit, but I they were back in the office five days a week, and they said after they should have to go back again. And I'm like, I wish I could do, and I hope I'm still crossing my fingers that I can do this, like, um, you know, three days at home, two days at the office, because yeah, kind of a split schedule. Yeah, yeah. But see, here for me, the problem was with my job search, which I'm doing job search, fantastic, right? All the mm -hmm. jobs are so far. I quit Apple because it was four hours of commute daily four hours man I was yeah. a waste of time I had to do house chores I had to do laundry for my children and cook dinner and all That's these basics and I wasn't here I was in some bus traveling around the Bay Area and it was a waste I, of time I don't know even when I was traveling I had to um, commute a lot and I was always thinking like I don't know what I would do if I had kids like I would have to do this I would have to do that I would have to do I don't know how I don't know how working moms do it I mean props to them so working <laughs> really. moms usually move next to their jobs or they do work from home, or they quit, or they scale down their work schedule. And those are the uh, options that I was told I should get. But no matter how hard I fought, uh, it was very hard to see people um, to, to, to see people that I can do the same job from remotely. I can, uh, I, of course, in my industry, part-time job does not exist most of the time, and I'm not even begrudging that. Fine, if you want everyone full-time, that's okay. At least give me the grace to not have to commute, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it was so hard to achieve, but now I think it changed and it was a good change for me. I'm not going to lie. And I don't say, "Oh my god, COVID, how great." Obviously not. It's a terrible yeah. disease. Jesus. But was it good for my industry? Yeah. Oh, I think it was good for all industries around the world. I think all industries saw how easily people can work from home and that they will actually do their home, especially in a country like Germany, where no one wants to change, and we're still in the Stone Age in a lot of things, because Germans hate change more than anything else. They literally hate them. And I think for the first time, the German system here saw, oh, wow, people that work from home actually work. Yeah. Like, they never, they had this thing in their thought that you can't, like, work from home and actually work. They always thought, when you work from home, you're not going to do the work. And nothing ever changed, because that's Germans. And then now it had to change, and I think for the first time they're seeing that, oh, it's possible. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping 
this will have a lot of change in how Germans work from now on. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the future like that because it, it opens up possibilities, you know. It opens up possibilities of like, okay, yeah. where where do we where do we take this? Is this uh, is this the future of our kids? Is this what, what's going to happen? But yeah, I'm just thankful, and it looks like uh, you know my job search is kind of uh, going well. We'll see what happens, but um, I mean, to me, being restricted uh, geographically was a huge part. While I couldn't take some jobs. Because, I mean, yeah. if I had to get through two hours of traffic driving, the only reason I took the Apple job two hours, because I was able to sit on a bus that had Wi-Fi. They had a bus that, you know, drives you down, and you can work during that time. So, I had to, <laughs> I had to wake up hella early to get on the so bus. You can work, yeah, you can work even more. You can work, work while you're going there, yeah. or work while you're going home. Well, you know, yeah. because I was there physically in the building for a very short amount of time, because obviously What's I had to... short? Eight hours? No, not even that, because I had to leave my house at 6.30 to make it to the bus. I had the two hour, sometimes two and a half hour commute just to get there. Then I get there at 9.30, I had to leave for the bus at 4.30, and sometimes I got home at 8 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. This was my lifestyle for six months, and I was sick from it. I got sick. I uh, No wonder. No, wonder. No, I mean, sometimes it was passive aggressiveness from Nick, because he would have to put the kids to bed by himself, and he would be like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, look, what do you think I do this for? For for the fucking I family, understand. I understand. you know. Yeah, so it it's became so hard. It's... it became like this this passive aggressive of like, hey, I yeah. just. But I also love my work. I love to do work. I can't stop that. You know, I uh, I I didn't do it for a year and a half, nearly. I think now I'm, I'm I haven't worked, but I had a lot of mulling and time of like, why am I doing this? And I found the motivation. The motivation is I love to do this. I wouldn't do anything else. I want to do 3D. I want to do kind of development work. Uh, but not at all costs. That's the difference well, now. But it's good you found your calling at least. Maybe, you know, I'm sure you'll find a way to make it work. Yeah, that's what I've I've done. I've uh, I kept back going back to that. You know, we made that Roblox game and and all that. It's, yeah, and, exactly. But I think that's what the that's what for everyone. That's what is kind of their own journey a little bit, and it just maybe got a little bit easier. But I don't know with the people who have to work, you know, on site and. The restrictions for COVID really, really put them to the other side. It was great for tech, but for anyone like doing, you know, hairdresser or, or any physical work, it yeah. wasn't good at all. It, it sometimes crushed their business. And that's why it's like, why did it take so long for Trump to, to send out any aid? Why? <laughs> because uh, he doesn't give yeah. a shit. So finally, we are rid of him. It's... <laughs> It's good, but I, I, I can't wait to see what Biden does because it won't be easy. It's not like there is a solution right there sitting and it, it has to be kind of worked on. Because I think my prediction is for a year we're going to live this still. Oh, it's going to take forever for him to clean up the mess. I mean, it's not going to be easy. And of course, all the Trumpers are going to see, 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 he's, he's a loser too and nothing's happening and this and this. Yeah, it's because... It takes a while for the economy to come back. It takes a while to clean up all the shit that he's done. Yeah, the mean, clean-up work, yeah, alone. I agree. So. Yeah, it's... Uh, but what do you think about the COVID thing? Did the vaccination start? Yeah, this, my mom got vaccinated already. She's done. Okay, so when do you think it will transfer to your level, which is probably your oh, the last? Oh, my level? You're, I already I'm, looked it up. 
our level, um, the earliest will be August, the latest will be February 2022. <gasps> okay, so that's how I gauge my line. Because here there, I find an online tool where you can check it. And then I, they don't say when, but they say how many people ahead of you. And it's like million. And it's like, okay, yeah. um, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but they just, you type in, you basically say your age and everything. And then age. your fitness and then based, it tells you, yeah. So the earliest will be August. Okay. That's how I, I feel like I don't know you here. Cause we don't have those uh, good tools, but uh, yeah. Okay. August, I can, I can, I can live with that personally. And I hope as it long gives. As, as long as you can go to Tomorrow World 22nd. Oh, Tomorrowland. Yes. Okay, we are planning that. This is going to be a big event. Oh, my God. Like so many friends of mine, I, I'm trying to invite along. And, uh, you know, we have to have some of them on the show, I think. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. And I'm yes going as well. So we have, we have a big crowd. Yeah. I've never been. And I can't wait to see it. Oh, it's gonna be exciting! I can't wait because that's gonna probably be the first time I have, I'm like in a in two years that I have an outing. <laughs> you think so? so that that uh, before that maybe you should just party it up a little bit so it's not as shocking. Because if I can, <laughs> oh, I'm partying it up at home. Oh, you're partying it up at home? Yeah, you do board game nights, right? Well, yeah, that's. Not I me. love yes. it. That's my kind of party, actually. I love board game nights. Yay! It's uh, more yeah. fun for me. It's uh, like I said, you know, as you get older with children, it's like, please, I can go out once a year and that's going to be a big event for me. Like, like that's why I kind of fear Tomorrowland because yes. I've never been. And now it's like, oh my God, I probably just going to be like taken in by the voices and the sounds and the, and the visuals and everything. So I probably just, I actually plan this. I plan to buy a package where you have a nice accommodation and I can just retreat there whenever Again, I want to rest. Provided me with my weekly dose of birth control by just mentioning that that you don't ever go out anymore. It's just once a year. Thank you very much. I'm good to go. I'm, I have my birth control. Good. I love I love that you get your birth control through my comment about my comment oh. on parenting. Every time it works like a charm. You know this won't be your case because you have grandparents. You have your mom nearby. I think she would help you a ton. This is the reason why I wanted to go back to Europe partially. I wanted the help from my family because here is just the two of us, and we keep, we have to do everything by ourselves. So we have no me time. I truly, you know what my me time is? Watching a TV show in the evening. That's it. Uh, Fuck that. That's it. No more. Birth control is really getting strong now. <laughs> birth control is getting strong. Hey, if it goes like this, you might get Jared to do the procedure. It's mm, I think I think just thinking about the procedures happened. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't know that you're so far against having children or not. It's no, I'm not. But when I hear how terrible, how terrible. Look, look, it's sounds. not terrible. I love My them. My egg literally just committed suicide. Well, yeah, your your egg is uh, is not a very Shriver self-sustaining up. creature, sounds like, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> By which yeah. I'm saying you're you you live for your life, you live for yourself. That's fine, but yes, when you have children, oh fuck, that life is gone. At least for okay. three years. I'm good, Nora. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you'll be happier, perhaps. But I'm gonna say, if it ever strikes you. To have children, uh, your mom will be your best bet to help. Because with my mom, when she lives here with us or when she comes yes, to visit. I know. Oh, I know. It's, it's magic. It, so they were here visiting me uh, before COVID summer. No, 
two summers before that and it was so good we could go out take my brother around San Francisco a little bit but other than that it's just the two of us and we are servants to our children that's that's my lifestyle so yeah get your weekly birth wow. control in <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. I hope you all got your weekly dose of your trash and birth control. Oh, there, um, there was there was a lot of uh, trash talk about politics here and, and, and a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I have so, to find a good title here. <laughs> follow us on all the things, please, at Your Trash Weekly. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you have anything to say, you can always email us at yourtrashweekly at gmail.com or and all the things there, our DMs are open, except if it's hate, we're going to ignore you. But if you have questions or anything, we're always open for answering them. Yeah, and I wanted to add, to add some topic suggestions. If you're an expat living in the uh, US and you're from Europe, yeah. let us know. Or if you're an American living in Europe. I'm curious of your thinking. I mean, I have friends who live somewhere else in Asia, and that's we're probably going to have him on the show. But since we are European, we want to address the Europe-American crowd more a yeah, bit. Yeah, if you want to be on, uh, let us know as well, and we can see what we can do. That would be great. So thanks for listening, everybody. And until next week, bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>